So, Michelle, you're at a glamorous cocktail party and some suave and sophisticated man walks up to you and just starts a conversation. Okay. Are you being dated or are you being recruited? Yeah, probably pretty much for you because you're a gorgeous person. Oh, okay, thank you. Yep. So this is a bite size, right? This is a little bite size. Okay, we're about just going to little, 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 little nibble. Little nibble. At one of the techniques that spies recruit agents. Okay. And now this is actually I got this from the handbook of the CIA. Right, it's a hand. Love set. a CIA handbook. Yeah, it's been declassified. And it's in. See, I mean, it's on. It's on my bedside table. But it was inspired by mm. a tweet by George Conway when he overheard the Russian ambassador to Washington in a restaurant in Washington talking about some seriously, seriously dangerous gear. Okay. Right, now George Conway is actually Kellyanne Conway's husband. Yes. Uh, So she worked for Trump. And she's a piece of work. And he hated Trump. Yeah, well, and it's it's interesting because their daughter, Claudia Conway, is also very anti-Trump and mm. quite outspoken, and her and her mother really get into some heated discussions on TikTok. And Let she's me tell a, you. She's a daddy's girl. Oh, now, yeah, clearly. here's the thing about how you do it. It's really simple. This is when you do it in social settings, right? The first thing is the meeting, right? Oh. So you meet someone. And it's generally an innocuous meeting. Mm. seems to be accidental. Mm. Now, if I'm an intelligence officer and I wind up at a cocktail party and I look around the room, I might know that, oh, that military attaché over there, he's going to be here. I'm going to introduce myself. Or, you know, a guy who works in the Australian government. I'm going to say, hello, uh, how about those Geelong Panthers? Don't you like (laughs) watching them playing the football, right? And basically you start a conversation on an innocuous topic and you get to know them. You'd start to weasel out little bits of information about them. And basically, you know, our two countries, great friends, love to be here. Oh, like to watch them Geelong bulldozers (laughs) playing the hockey, right? All that sort of stuff you build. You've got a thing for Geelong at the moment. I don't know. It's just it came into my head. (laughs) Right. So this is, you get to meet and you know, maybe we should catch up for coffee, drink and game of foot hockey. Right. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You set it up. Right. You basically set it up. Then what's called the charm. Oh, the charm. You mean that wasn't the charm? This is not it. The charm. Oh, the charm is coming. This is the meeting. This is getting. And you keep it innocuous. Keep it light. Keep it fluffy. It's it's literally it's dating. For spies. Right. The charm. So you start building a relationship. Oh, hey, I have two tickets to rugby match between two club fixture places. You like? (laughs) Would you like to come with me? Or no, two tickets, take your wife to the ballet. I cannot use, right? That sort of thing. You start having little social meetings, basically on the cocktail circuit. Good to see you again. Funnily enough, I have 2,000 rubles for you. (laughs) Not quite that bad. No. So you start building this relationship and little gifts. And also dinners. Dinners are great. So, oh, we have dinner. Your wife, my wife, we meet, talk, have fun, right? So they go to dinner and then, no, no, allow me. I pay for it. I mean, I love a man who pays. Yeah, I pay. No, put it away. Especially when it's not my husband. It goes on. Yeah, well, for me, exactly. When it's not my husband paying, I'm in. Yeah. Oh, my God, everyone. Her name's Dan. Anyway, (laughs) so you build a relationship, small gifts, all that sort of stuff going on. Now, the other thing is phone calls. You're ringing, oh, just in the area, I thought I'd give call. All this sort of thing goes on. pop in. And basically, if if there is any pushback, if the guy, like, if if I was to go, look, uh, Sergey, you're really not my type. I'm going to back off for a little while. Yeah. Just a little while. Back off. Back off. And then, oh, you know, say a month later. This is a long-term project. All right. So I might turn around and go, you know, a month later. 
oh, I know not to call, but I just discovered I have tickets to premiere of movie. You might even get to see Michelle Stevenson. I, I know be. you like listening to her news reports, <laughs> right? <laughs> this guy's sounding more like Gru every day. I know. I actually really uh, like him. Yeah, I he, know, he knows see, who I am. He's charming. I know. Right? He's so, won me over. What does he need me to steal? <laughs> right, exactly. That's when it comes up. Yep. Now it comes the bait. You make a simple request. By the way, I understand you work in submarine division of Department of Defense. Could you get me a map of Sydney Harbor? Mm. Right, something very simple. Yep. Right, something that and innocuous, something that's not going to ring alarm bells. Oh, you get me a map of Sydney Harbor. I go fishing. Uh, here is Maserati. No, it's not that bad, but it might be. Uh, my wife. She. I buy her necklace, and she not like. Give to your wife. Yeah. Right? All of these little things. Yep. Now, right now, us sitting here talking about it, we're like going, what idiot would fall for this? This is over a long period of time. Yeah. And you get on with your job. The other thing, he might turn around and go, you know, oh, I know that there are problems between my country and your country, but I feel we are good friends, right? Mm. And he'll start sussing out your attitude towards his country. So if you go, oh, look, I agree, mate. I don't understand what all the problem is. Good, I have you now. <laughs> oh, was that my in-head voice or out-head voice? Right? You can't, why have you now turned into Count Dracula? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Two, my, my, three. My accent, uh, my uh, accent uh, uh, keeps uh. going. Yeah, that makes you my minion. <laughs> um, anyway, right, so we've got these things. We're gauging your reaction yeah. every time I ask you for a little something. Then we have the trap. Then we go in for the kill. It's the kill. It's the trap, right? The trap closes. Basically, we start talking about your professional responsibility. Yep. We have a meeting over a lavish dinner, yep. generally, something really lavish. And I understand you have security clearance, and yet you give me things that you should not. Uh, we have you by balls now, right? Yeah. And this is when it starts getting nasty, right? Basically, it's a large gift, and then you start easing off the social contract. So the big dinner a big gift for all your help for us. But the thing is, this guy now knows we've got you compromised. Yep. You've been taking money from us. You've been taking gifts from us. You've been taking dinners from us. And you've been giving us stuff. And we're going to use that against you. The social contact starts to wheeze out. Mm. And, you know, please don't call on phone. We should meet. I will see you at Starbucks. And in Australia, well, you'd never do a Starbucks in Australia. Because no one else does. Right, there there aren't (laughs) any. Right, no one else goes there. So it would be meetings in parks, uh, meetings in car parks, things like that, places where you're not going to be seen or overheard. That's where it suddenly starts kicking in. Then we get to the end. The end game is really simple. You cease to be a friend or colleague and you become a common spy. Right. That is the quote from the thing. You cease to treat this person as a friend. They're a spy. Yeah. To the point where the recruiter will basically turn the spy, the agent they've recruited, over to a handler, and that handler has absolutely no previous contact with that spy. So the handler has no social relationship, no personal yeah. relationship, and basically says, I don't care what you say. Give me what I want, or we tell your boss you're a traitor. Mm. Now, this is the interesting point. This is why we have contact reports. Right. At ASIO, if you ever met a foreign diplomat, you made a contact. You basically spoke to your internal security and went, mm. I've met a diplomat. You know, you might say, I met an Ecuadorian diplomat. And they go, oh, so you're going to get asylum? Um, you're going to live in their toilet? Basically, what would happen is you'd tell them you met this diplomat. They go, okay, cool. We know you've had contact with them. Mm. And every time you have contact, you go, saw him again. He took me to dinner. The great example was me with the uh, CIA station chief secretary. 
whoops, remember hot tub? Yep. The good old days? Yep. So essentially the other thing is it's never too late to confess. Yep. Right? A lot of people, unfortunately, a lot of people get caught in this and it appeals to your ego. These guys are so charming and they want you to be their best friend and they do all these cool things and you think it's because I'm a great guy. Mm. When it's not, you're not a great guy, you're a source. And the other thing, right, is once you're in the net, a lot of people don't like to confess because that's embarrassing and it's a blow to their ego, Mm. right? Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, here's the tip. If you're at a cocktail party and you meet a diplomat, tell someone. And if that diplomat takes you to dinner, Tell someone. So essentially, the, it's it's the same as an affair, right? Yep. You've got caught in this thing. You don't know how to get out. Confess. Yep. Go and see someone and say, I think I'm now source for this intelligence organization. Mm. What do we do now? Now, a lot of the time, they'll say, great, we've now got a source that we can push back. We can send false information yep. through and see where it lands. So the whole thing is, that is how it happens. Be very careful when you're at a diplomatic cocktail party. You could be a target. I'll keep that in mind when I go to my regular diplomatic cocktail cocktail parties. Or an opening night. (laughs) I did meet the Russian ambassador at an opening night of the Cherry Orchard. Which which is so the irony in that is not well, lost they, on me. Of course, it, the, the theatre company yeah. in Canberra invited him to it. They were no, opening yeah. night. They were serving vodka mm. out of blocks of ice with yeah. roses in the corners and all. It was beautiful. And then the director walked up to the ambassador and yeah. went, and what did you think of how we treated your greatest playwright? And the ambassador said something to, in Russian to his interpreter and the interpreter turned around and went, in Russia, Chekhov is comedy, not joke. And then they both grabbed two bottles of vodka, walked out the front door of the theatre, got in the car and went home. Yeah, cool guy. Yeah. (laughs) 